Welcome to the South Road Boys. Mr. Barnes, how the bloody hell are you? Mr. Mather, I'm pretty good. It's a long weekend. It is a long weekend. Happy birthday, Liz, for those playing at home. It's not actually her birthday, though, is it? No, I don't think it is. It's one of those trickies. Mm. I think we just chuck it in every year to go, well, we like her, and it's a day off. Well, for most people, they don't really give a shit why it's a day off. It's just a day off. Oh, I think it's, uh, yeah, I think most people really don't care that it's Liz's birthday. It could be, could be anyone's birthday. I mean, I personally believe that there should be a rule that if it's your birthday, you get the day off. So I like that. Just, you know, if you don't... And look, for those people who were born on a gazetted public holiday, for those, say, born on Christmas Day or, or whatever, then I'm sorry, but you've already had it off, so you miss out. You don't get it the next Monday thereafter. <laughs> oh, okay, so it's not like uh, basically if a public holiday falls on a weekend, you still get the Monday off work. No, no, okay. no, no. Okay. If 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 your birthday ends up falling on a weekend, which it will do eventually, um, then that's it. You don't get it off. But if your birthday falls on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, then yeah, you get the day off. Yeah, no, I can handle that. I think that's fair and reasonable. Yeah, the thing and then there'll the, be... I'm going to say, the thing with the Queen's birthday too is the reason why I think that people don't really care mm. is if... Actually, I'll change that. When the Queen passes away. Yes. Which will happen sometime <laughs> in the next decade. <laughs> well, potentially, mind you, she's going to leave Charles in charge. Well, <laughs> Unintentional joke there for the 80s Well, that's TV what I'm show. saying. If we suddenly go from the Queen's birthday and then decide on that same day to then be Charles's birthday... King's birthday. Yeah, no one's going to care. They're just going to be happy to slow the royal birthday off. Isn't it going to be bizarre, though, when Liz does pass, we will be referring to the king? Yeah, just, that'll be unnerving. Well, you and I have never lived, in, well, under a king. Like, no. That's bizarre. And then we will have, oh, well, my children, statistically, are going to... Only no kings. Well, they will, because we've already worked out that Harry's got a plot to knock yes. everyone off so he can be king. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't think he really wants to be king. Oh, yeah, but I think he'll get to a stage where he goes, oh, I can do it. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think he wants to. I think he's quite happy to be the ragamuffin ranger with his American wife, and they might go and live in the States just, just to piss everyone off. Just take right the off. money. Ignore all the rest of it. Well, yeah, I think he'll get his allowance of a few million a year or whatever. <laughs> his allowance. Well, I mean, that's it. I mean, he's a he's a he's a fighter pilot, I think, and and he's in charge of you know a few charities or whatever. I mean, he's he's got the ability to earn. And if you've seen any of the photos of him, he could probably be also a male model. Are you, <laughs> are right. you saying this because he's a redhead? Well, he's the only one that will hold up as, oh, look at that handsome male redhead. <laughs> I mean, you get it with girls. I mean, most people think that female redheads are a bit attractive, but um, us boys generally miss out. Oh, well, look, that's, that's a way of life, though, isn't it, really? I mean, the men aren't meant to be the more attractive of the species. Well, but generally, like in every other species other than ours, we are. Like, if you look at all the, the peacocks and all that kind of stuff, it's the pretty boys yeah. that are one. Peacocks get it lucky, they don't they? Do they? <laughs> well, well, they've got Mardi Gras all the time. I mean, it's good. Whoa! <laughs> Come over here, girlfriend. <laughs> People throwing beads at them and they show off their breasts. Uh, oh, me. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think I could be a peacock. I don't think that would work well for me. A bit too much colour. I like to wear a bit of black. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Well, that's... Emo, emo peacock. <laughs> emo cock. Emo cock. <laughs> yeah, just don't think I could do it. No. No, I probably couldn't be a peacock either. But mind you, they, they are the fucking noisiest animals ever. Like, when they go to roost at night, we um, had a place that was nearby, and they had peacocks. 
and every night they fucking go to roost. Like, they just bang on about it. It's horrible. I don't think I've ever heard of Peacock. Really? Well, you know what? You're fine. You've lived. It doesn't worry me. I've never felt like I was missing out, but... Do they still have the animals at the enclosure down at the park? No, I don't think so. I think they're all gone now. Yeah. I think the only reason they had them there was so they could call it Emu Park. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's the only reason they had emus there. I mean, these days, actually having birds or animals locked up in cages and enclosures isn't probably the, the dumb thing. Yeah, I think the people at Taronga Zoo would probably be uh, to differ. It's a little bit different with an actual zoo. I mean, you would like to think that a zoo's standards are quite high and they look after the animals and I don't, there's also a certain sense of looking after endangered animals. So yes. there's a purpose for a zoo as well. Um, yes. Like Bernie Park. <laughs> I don't think I it's still, quite the same. I still reckon the emus at Bernie Park had it a lot better than that bloke who had the uh, inflatable penguins and a turtle in a, <laughs> in China. In a plastic box in China. <laughs> And as we know, also, the China zoos don't go real well with the fucking pandas. They do not. No, no they are not panda-friendly. <laughs> Poor pandas. Imagine that. We're a panda-friendly zoo. Oh, we, we panda to your needs. Oh. It's oh, such a, a terribly that, old joke. but that Low-hanging fruit, that way. As I've stated before, dag jokes are my specialty on this show, on this podcast. <laughs> That's why I'm here. Um <laughs> It's not my fault. It's a skill. It's not my fault. It's like, just, it's like waking up suddenly and finding out you've got um, some kind of superpower. Yes. You didn't ask for it. You just had it. It turned up. Um, dag jokes. It's just what I've got. Okay. I get what you're saying that people don't... Uh, if you could ask for a superpower, though, which one would it be? Oh, it's such a hard question to answer. It just is. I really don't know. Um, look... If you only have one, it's really tough. See, um, mm. I would like to think actually that if you only have one, the mm. being able to fly, I think would be amazing. Just because, yep. I mean, imagine it, how awesome it would be. The only catch is, unless you had some kind of super strength or invincibility, if you didn't yes. land properly, you'd kill yourself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, I'd also, not going to I'd also like to mention here that you don't, you're not just cautious of heights. You go to the point not a fan. where yeah. almost, I'd say, terrified, where you were saying to me, fuck no, fuck no, whilst we're sitting in the seats at the cinema <laughs> watching a movie Everest. about Mount Everest. Now, that's when you're in a cinema <laughs> watching a film. So if you were gifted... Oh, man, the my gift, legs jelly. If you were given the gift of flight, why do you think that... Like, you're still going to be afraid of flying. Yeah, but I'm what thinking it would be different. What a wasted gift. <laughs> like, look at Troy. He can fly, but he only goes two foot above the ground because he's afraid of heights. <laughs> he doesn't fly. He hovers. <laughs> he hovers. I have the special he's... ability to hover. <laughs> he's like a land speeder on Tatooine. Like, just hovering two foot just above hovering. the ground. Yeah, so so not maybe not the best skill. Not for you, like for but other people. If, like, I'm in a plane, if I'm in a plane, the height doesn't worry me, though. Yeah, but that's because you're wrapped around a metal, a metal object's wrapped around you and you feel that bit of security. But if it's just you and some sort of flimsy cape, because I'm seriously, even if you don't need it, if you get the gift of flying, you have to have a cape just so it can go behind you. Yeah, yeah, I do agree. You've got to have the cape. It's useless, but you've got to have it. Yeah, exactly. Okay, well, um, reverse the question so I don't think, to you. I don't think for you, the gift of... Um, yeah, yeah, no, right. You, you've, you've attacked me enough, smartass. <laughs> I still think if I was confident enough to fly, I don't think the heights would be as big a deal. Because if I can fly, you're not going to fall. If I confident enough... Yes, but don't, I don't think... <laughs> Maybe that's the thing that's going to get you over your fear of heights. Fuck you, Mava. Um, so, it's being okay. able to fly. So if it was reversed and yes. you had the choice of a superpower, Ooh. what would it be? It's a tough question. It is a tough, a tough question and it depends on whether or not, like, because you've got, like, Doctor Strange where you can manipulate time and space. Like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And I mean, essentially, so he can fly as well. That's part of his power. But does he have a lot of powers, though? 
because it's magic that is his power. Sorcery, more the point. Wizardry, sorcery, sorcery. burn him. The dark burn arts. <laughs> Mister Potter, welcome back. You know, so <laughs> I saw it just quickly on while I was watching the football today. There was an ad that came on for I don't know what show it was, but it was a woman that's got one of the uh, highest rates of recollection in the world, and she's memorised oh. all of the Harry Potter books. So someone starts reading a passage, she can finish it off. From anywhere in any Harry Potter book. Yeah. That's a shit superpower. <laughs> oh, That's cool if you want to get laid or pick up a Harry Potter fan. But <laughs> Quite frankly, I don't think that's a bit of a hard ask either. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Shout out to all the Harry Potter that's fans. There's a lot of Harry Potter fans that have gone, fuck you, mate. <laughs> it's <laughs> fucking magic. <laughs> they they um, want to call you a little redheaded snot, but they realise there's a redhead in Harry Potter, so they can't do that. <laughs> there's more than one. Oh, really? Uh, the Weasley twins. So there's Ron, who's a ranger. Well, Ron, who's the ranger, and then he's got two older brothers. And they're referred to as the Weasley twins. But the funny thing is I've met those (laughs) boys and they're not natural redheads. They've got uh, like dirty brown hair and they they dye it red so they can fit into the Harry Potter world. So he was adopted? Is that what's happened? No, Ron was, Ron's part of a larger family. You really haven't watched Harry Potter or read it, have you? No. No. I've watched the one movie a long time ago. Never grabbed me. Oh, it's fucking magic. You should watch it. <laughs> uh, don't get me wrong. I know that uh, my lovely girlfriend Jazz and her daughter Georgia have been wanting yes. me to watch Harry Potter for quite a while. So, yeah. yeah um, so, I think... Superpower. Superpower, superpower. I've always thought, because when I was... So, here's, here's a funny story. So, obviously, when I was sick as a kid, I couldn't go more than 10 metres because of my gammy heart without needing to just pass out and have a nap for four hours like it, it was just shit so then i had surgery when i was three and a half mm-hmm. and part of what they did is had to cut down my chest bone to open up my chest to be able to get to my heart That's so cool i know but that was the 70s do you know now they do that surgery via like um through a hole in your groin or something like that. Yeah, they don't even have... That's not as much fun, is it? I mean, you want to be able to get out the circular saw and get out the tools exactly. that spread the rib cage apart. And I mean, it looks basically like something out of a saw movie, in my yeah. mind. It's exactly what it is. You know, I mean, who wants exactly. to get one of those? I mean, what do they use now? You get, um, you know, those, if you, say, lose a screw in the engine of your car... And you've got that mm. little finder with a magnetic piece or a claw at the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah I'm yeah. assuming what they use now is one of those with a claw, and they just put it up through the groin, and they just kind of move around. Mm. And when they find out what they're after, they just pull the little trigger. Yeah, pretty much. And it just grabs what they need. So that's no fun. Yeah, that's not no. So the, the <laughs> I know a lot about medical procedures. <laughs> I'm oh, up with it's, it. it's Troy's anatomy. <laughs> <laughs> No one needs to see that. <laughs> Doogie Howser, MD. Oh, thoughtful Troy, MD. Thoughtful Troy. Do you know I watched um, the Gruen transfer and they were talking about selling health insurance and instead of putting all these, I'm a doctor, blah, 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 they got, we're TV doctors. We can't save your life, but you should get health insurance. And they had Doogie Howser. They had the guys out of Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> they had the guys, what's the other one? Scrubs. Yep. And so they had four or five of these TV doctors and they're all like, but we're TV doctors. <laughs> <laughs> we're useless in a pinch. Anyway, so. Um, superpower. Superpower. Uh, why do we get onto doctors though? Uh, because you're ripping your ribcage apart and you had heart right. surgery. And you ho- so, you, hopefully there was a doctor that did that. Yeah. So yeah. I had, and still do have, metal that at the time was holding my chest together. Now the bone's grown over and. If you push really hard, you can actually still feel the metal clips. And because I was so fucking slow, and not just mentally, but physically, because I didn't, I wasn't. Um, Look at these say both. In, not just mentally. Yeah, <laughs> not just mentally. But because I couldn't get enough oxygen through, I was always moving slow. I was always, even at school, I was the guy who was last in every race. You were like a baby sloth. Had, pretty much. <laughs> only without as much energy. Um, and so my mum who is just awesome, called me the $6 million man because I had metal in my body and I moved really slow. 
So every time I I was trying to do running or anything or sports, I'd hear this. That's actually very cool. Uh, it is Steve Austin. I think. Steve Austin. Yeah. yeah, six million dollar man. And I mean, six million bucks back then. That was fucking. That was a shit ton of money. Oh, it'd be six billion dollar man now. Gazillion. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like. Six million dollars is what Zuckerberg loses down the back of his couch. Oh, Zucky! <laughs> Zucky hasn't Zucky. been in contact with us. Actually, I'm a bit disappointed. Thought, Did you hit him up on well, Facebook? Well, we mentioned him last week, and yeah, we shot him a message. Mm. Like South Road Boys didn't come back to us, you know. But mm. I mean, Zucky and us have been pretty close. He's been on our side, so for a while. We'll see what happens there. Yeah. Um, but so did you that notice was... that um, six million dollar man Steve Austin, who I can't remember his actual name now, the actor? Yeah. Um, Whoever he is, um, Brody's a look at actually up. starred as Ash's father in the Evil Dead TV series. Oh, really? Yeah, nice. It was actually kind of cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So that was my that's my series superhero. I was like Steve Austin. I was a six million dollar man for a while. So even now, for whatever reason, I always think I'd like the Barry Allen. I'd like to be the Flash. Oh. Like I've got no idea why. Like it's 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 not the greatest of superhero powers, if I'm honest. It's not. But the good thing about the Flash, though, is that essentially you get super healing as well, because your metabolism is so heightened, or so, yeah. acts so quick, that if you get hurt, you basically heal. Exactly. So I wouldn't say you're invincible, but I mean, basically, you can be going. I don't know what would he go? He goes faster than the eye can see. So I don't know how many miles or kilometers per hour that would be. If he hits, excuse me, hits a wall, he survives. Now that's very cool. Well, he can do the the, the vibramium thing where he vibrates through things. Yes. Like he moves so fast, he can move faster than a molecular structure. So that's always been cool to me. I've always been a big Barry Allen. I've always been a big Flash fan. I think that would be me. I would like, the speed. Speed. <laughs> I have the need. The need for and speed. The need for speed. Oh, Tom Cruise. There you go. That was a great film as well, Top Gun. The sequel's coming out soon. Sorry, excuse me, what? The sequel is coming out soon. What fucking sequel? Top Gun sequel. No way. Top Cruise, the Iceman is also back. Right. Seriously, it's actually coming out... Um, I don't know if it's the end of this year or early next year. Top Gun. Sequel. Starring original cast members. Starring original cast members. Val Kilmer, Tom Cruise. Val Kilmer's back as Iceman. Tom Cruise is back. I don't know who else is back. Is this going to be like top octogenarians? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Well, because these guys are going to be in the at least 50s. Yeah, I mean, Tom Cruise, he's still kicking goals. Like, the guy's going pretty well. Val Kilmer? I mean... The dude isn't quite what he used to be. <laughs> yeah, but he used to be Batman. <laughs> he did used to be Batman, but that's back when he was... I mean, there's Top Gun Rips. Val Kilmer, and there's Batman yep. Val Kilmer. Yeah. And there's all this other stuff down the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's just, I like his ad. He put on a fair bit of weight there for a while, which a lot of us do as we get older. But um, <laughs> but he also... He's had some facial work done, you can tell. His face isn't quite right. Oh, a bit of nip tuck. Yeah, bit of definitely. Bit of- m- mick. Mickey Rourke. Bit, bit of tucking. <laughs> not quite as bad as Mickey Rourke. Yeah. That, like that when dude's came a walking poster child for do not do plastic surgery. Mind you, I still love him. I still loved his performance in The Wrestler. Oh, no doubt about that. But That was, yeah. But that he, I think he just went a bit OTT. The dude looks weird. Yeah. When it, what was the character he played in Batman, though? Uh, he was Whiplash. Whiplash. That wasn't Batman. I'm like, Iron Man. Iron Man, yeah. yeah, but that was, and everyone thought, oh, what great makeup! No, that was that's just that's his, face. his face, yeah, <laughs> that's just his face. I know. And I mean, this is a guy who was an absolute sex symbol back in the eighties. Oh yeah, like, absolutely. He was, in, uh, was it nine and a half weeks with Kim Basinger when they had that infamous oh, the fridge scene with the food yeah, in the yeah. kitchen? Um, Sexy time on the line. Yeah, it was, he was in a lot of movies like that. He was in that because there was that period in the eighties where there was a lot of those kind of. Um, it was near almost soft porn. Like yeah. there was oh, there was kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. the thriller script and so forth. But all these sexy time scenes thrown in there. 
and he always played that mysterious, you know, dark character that would woo the ladies. Hello, ladies. And then he became, I don't know, his face is like something out of the hunchback. (laughs) Yeah, I I haven't seen and or heard of him for a very long time. He's been pretty quiet. He might be dead. Oh, big shout out to Val. If you're not dead... Oh, no, sorry, I thought you were talking about Mickey still. (laughs) Oh, no, Mickey, yeah. No, Val's done a bit. Val's done a lot of B-grade stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he hasn't done much in the way of the top end for a while. Hmm, hmm. Now, Mr. Barnes, mm-hmm. it seems there is a is it disturbance epidemic? in the force. No, okay. And right. pa- what's the difference between a pandemic and an epidemic? An epidemic is epic. <laughs> okay, that's that's what we're going to go with. Um, Remember last week we had a conversation about a guy in New Jersey. Is this Sapua? Who was the poor? Yep. It's happened again. Oh, you, the same guy? No. Closer to home. Really? There's been Andrew, more. Yes. Andrew Douglas McIntosh. It's just like in Australia. An Australian has done this. Correct. Wow. In Bris, in Bris Vegas. <laughs> was charged with creating a public nuisance after neighbours banded together to catch the man they believe had fouled their property for up to 30 times in a year. So he's almost, you know, just a little bit, just what, once a fortnight, once a week sort of thing. Um, basically what happened was he, oh, but here's the thing, right? Now this is, look, <laughs> I don't know what this guy's, I don't know what this guy's earning. And obviously what you earn makes no correlation to the amount of common sense or whether or not you're a nice no, person. So hell no. Let's put that out on Front Street, that if you earn a decent amount of money, it has nothing to do with the kind of person you are. It just means that you've managed to land yourself a job that's going to pay you this. But this guy, um, Mr. McIntosh, whose LinkedIn profile has been taken down. <laughs> what a shock. Let's call him what Doug. A shock. Dougie. Well, uh, Dougie? Dougie Mac? Well, the only problem with Douglas is the fact that I'd my, call him my middle name is also Douglas. It is. So I feel like I'm putting myself in the shit by doing <laughs> that. So how about we call him? A- how we call him Apple? Apple? Apple Mac? Apple Macintosh? Okay. Yeah, we'll call him Apple. Yep. Apple. And who's who had a kid called Apple? Was that? Um... Uh, it goes back to Iron Man again. It's, there's, a, yes. there's obviously an Iron Man theme. Um, no, it must be because it was um, whoever plays Pepper. Yes. It was her and Coldplay. Pepper Potts. There you go. Yeah. yeah Pepper and Coldplay. Um, mm. So Apple's profile has been taken down um, on LinkedIn, but he's the national quality manager for a retirement village and an investment giant, Aveo. Oh, what was like, he doing? Is... So he decided to, he'd found a place that he thought, oh, I wouldn't mind having a turd here. Now, he's 64 years old, right? So... What he'd been doing is he'd been pooing in the same place and neighbours got shit of it, (laughs) right? And so they set up a a little hidden camera, right? And they worked out that it was approximately, I don't know, 5, 5.30 in the morning. Like clockwork, though. Like early morning, he was... What was he doing? Um, (laughs) We we assume we know what he was doing. (laughs) Yeah. Three times a week... Um, and ducked up a path, and then, like clockwork, paused and had a poo on the path, right? So the neighbours worked out his schedule, and one of the neighbours waited there for him. Now, as he's having a bit of a poo, (laughs) the neighbour has gone to take a photo. But as you know, when you take a photo when it's bad lighting Uh, or or dark... Well, there were flashes obviously there, but you remember before the flash is that pre-light, it's either red or green, yep. so that the the camera can the camera can get some sort of um, it, focus. It can gauge, yeah, yeah. So that light's gone off, caught Apple's attention. He's looked to his right, and click, taken the photo. So not only is there a photo of him with his pants and red jocks around his knees, he's bent over. Looking directly at the camera. 
But what do they say why he was doing this? There is no reason, but at least Apple decided to take toilet paper with him. Oh, wow, that's organisation. In his hand is toilet paper. <laughs> but there was no reason for why he was choosing this place. There was no vendetta. There was no one that he was having a bit of a argy-bargy with. Or... No one has come through. And guess what he said when he just had his photo taken mid-poo? This is absurd. No. <laughs> You like that one? Oh, that's genius. That's that's nearly oh, above the day joke. That's that. Oh, fuck, you're funny. <laughs> no, do you know what you are? You, I can't you believe this happened than... down under. Yeah. <laughs> what, just... what am I? What were we going to say? It's just no more <laughs> sense of humour. That's just so good. Uh, we do know each other um, well. He does. We do. Yeah. So he's... So this person has... Point of the camera, he's looked, they've taken a photo, and he went, hello, and then walked away. <laughs> like, just like, pulled up his jocks and just strode Said off. hello? Like, hello. <laughs> Not, nothing else. Like, just, there you go. So, how did they find out who this person was? Did the neighbour, or did this person know him? Or did they just recognise him through the photo? No, no one knew him. So, they took the photo and banged it up on social media. <laughs> Or actually, the, I think I think the photo is so good they even might have been able to Google image search it because I mean nowadays you put your photo up on on the internet web, and I'm sure the roadies will do this. You put it up on Bing or DuckDuckGo or even Google. That's a little startup. Um, <laughs> it will do an image search. It will generally pick up something either from your Facebook profile or a website or or something like yeah, that. So pretty clever. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. Um, so Mac, Apple, he's been pinged. Wow. That's why I, I don't understand. Like, I understand being caught short and going, <laughs> oh, I've got to do a bit of a poo, yeah. but every three three times a week. Yeah. I mean, look, you probably don't know this or do this as much. I haven't done this much in the past because you're not a drinker. Um, you, yes. you don't drink the alcohol. Um, no, no, but no. most people, mainly men, because it's a beer-infested disease. Most Uh, men have had that problem when you leave a bar or a club and you've got to go somewhere else or you're waiting for a cab or you're waiting for your ride or whatever, and you realise, oh, I really need to have a wee. And you find find a place to go, which hopefully no one's going to catch you. It'll be out of the way, maybe up a little alleyway or behind a fence or in some kind of a nook. Most people have done that to the point where... and, And also, there's a skill to it as well. Because you have to yeah, position yeah, yeah. your feet as you're doing it. Because what will normally happen, if it's, say, a doorway in a little nook, yes. you yes. start going. And you, and you normally got a few stubbies or a few pints that you're trying to get rid of here. So as you're doing <laughs> this, there'll be an angle that normally comes back at you. So you've got to start moving your feet around like you're doing a little dance while you're doing it so you don't get urine all over your friendly. shoes. So you don't get a bit of friendly fire. Yeah. And then... Of course, once you're done, you zip up. You're very happy no one's walked along, and you just casually walk away while this yep. tirade of water. <laughs> it's just like, well, what looks like water in the dark. It's cruising yes. down a pathway or whatever else. Um, <laughs> most people have done that, but that's that's out of necessity. Like That's something you have to do. You don't choose a place. You don't go to the same bar every week and afterwards go, I've got to go to my wee spot. Like, no yeah. one, well, I won't say no one does that. 99% of sane people do not do that. <laughs> but, okay, a cheeky wee, I think, is yeah, a very And you very can get away. You can snap that off pretty quick if you need to as well. You might get a little bit of wetness on the jeans or the pants. Well, they don't call it splashing the boots yeah, for nothing. You can, you can snap that off, you can zip it up, and you can walk away as though nothing's happened. If you've got your pants around your ankles and you've got a bit of toilet paper in your head, <laughs> it's a little bit <laughs> and suspicious. You've got your- got your elbows on your knees as you're hunched over <laughs> and it's just like like even when you do a cheeky wee like you can you know it's going to go down the drain and it's going to be gone true and the next and 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 the likelihood the only, the worst thing that someone's going to get the next morning is like oh it smells a bit like wee because i mean i we we worked when i worked in the city i worked on um above a bar we had uh, level one and level two, but ground floor was a bar. Yep. And 
during the week it was just lunch times and the occasional after work drinks. But then on the weekends, that was one of the places people would go before they went to the footy um, on their way to Marvel Stadium. Oh, um, I can't wait till it's called Marvel Stadium. <laughs> well, I thought we'd start doing oh, it now. Let's do it. Yeah. But we used to close, we used to have these big green wooden doors because the building that we were in used to be the old wool sale yards in the city back in the day. And then it obviously got converted into a, to a business. And that that used to smell quite poorly on a Monday morning <laughs> because cause it was a small little alcove doorway that people would go, oh, I'll just do a sneaky way up here, yep. not realising that everyone was doing a sneaky <laughs> way up there. <laughs> and it wasn't so sneaky. Um, so I think, yeah, I think we ended up getting the, the pub and say, look, we can see these patrons are going in and out of your establishment and they're coming out of here because it was it must have been after smoking was banned inside pubs. Yep. So they're coming out for a smoke, hitting a bit of the cold air and oh shit I gotta do a wee. So they'd walk five meters up the up Yeah. Up see this doorway and do it. so we said to them, Look, these are your patrons. Here's the security camera footage showing them leaving your pub, weeing, having a smoke and then going back in. So what they would do is on a Sunday night before they closed, they'd get the fire hose and just hose the bajikas out yep. of it. Problem solved. Can't really do that no. so much when people are I think it's too. Everywhere. Also, if you're having a wee and someone does catch you, you can say, look, dude, I just had to go. And most people will be like, ah, look, I get it. But, you yeah, know, having a shit. <laughs> if I walk around the corner and someone up the alleyway is having a shit, I'm going to look at you and yeah. think, fuck me, it's Gollum. <laughs> But what He's are you looking for the precious. <laughs> what do you say to a person that you you caught having a sneaky shit? I think I prefer to come around the corner and see someone jerking off than see them having a would shit. I think for me it would be better if they didn't have toilet paper <laughs> because for at least which one? I know. Because <laughs> at least then I'd know they hadn't been caught short. But if you if you're taking toilet paper. You, you, I think there's intent yeah, there. Unless you're prepared if, for everything, that shouldn't happen. Yeah, if you're in a scout's outfit, there's a lot of fucking issues you've got going on there. But Especially if you're masturbating. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be a weird fetish? Yes, scout leader. You dress up and, yes, scout leader. You dress, dress up as a scout person, go in a dark alley and have a flog. Uh, <laughs> oh, Tied in a knot, tied in a knot. <laughs> I don't know that reference. I don't know, scouts tie knots and shit. They camp. They do. Yeah, I thought a... you were actually quoting something. No, no. I'm just... I, I wasn't a scout. I was a cub for a while. I remember I was a cub, which is a mini version. I don't know what age that would be. <laughs> um, but I, my only recollection of being a cub in Launceston was that when we left whatever the hall was or the, the building was that we had cubs, and then we yes. we walk up a bit of a driveway uh, to where... Mum or dad, I guess, would have picked us up or picked me up. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a little takeaway <laughs> shop there, and you go in and buy five potato cakes. And this is when they're about ten cents each. Oh, for but, a dollar, but off memory, five, for a dollar or five in my brain, cents. it was like the size of a dinner plate for each each potato cake. Though, oh yeah, like they were actually big back then, and they were actually nice back then too. And I remember I used to love the once those chicks we're talking about. I love the hell out of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, they were great. But that's all I actually remember about Cubs and the fact that I think I th- meant to tie knots. <laughs> I, I think my memory is that I got asked to leave Scouts or got told that Scouts may not be for me. When we had a jamboree um, with some other Scouts and I think there was a girls, girl guides having a jamboree or a jamboree or whatever they fucking call yeah, it. Jilbury, near, it? Oh, I've got no idea. <laughs> nearby. And I was found, not just me, but I was found inside the sleeping quarters of the girl guides. And apparently that's a big no-no. Right, so I'm just going to, like for the sake of the story, I know the story we could tell is that you're a ladies' man back at the oh, time. Oh, that's, and, that's and, the story and the, we're and telling. And the girls love you and, and that's it. The truth though... <laughs> It's probably that you were the little redity kid that the guys were probably trying to bash up, so that was a place you went to hide. <laughs> oh, come on, girls. Let me in. I'm not very threatening. 
I wouldn't know what to do with it if I got you. <laughs> tiny knot, tiny knot. <laughs> it's not big enough. <laughs> I tell you what, um, unless you like puppetry of the penis, <laughs> it, it would have to be pretty impressive to tie in a knot. And not only that, would you really want to? Because what happens if you can't get that knot? What happens... <laughs> What happens if you're you tied in a knot and then suddenly and you're this really nice chick goes past and here you have a moment <laughs> and then it's it's squeezed into a knot so everything just gets cut off. Oh, like it do- it doesn't horrible. Like it doesn't. That's a horrible it, it thought. It doesn't unknot. It just becomes a tighter knot. Oh, it's not a pleasant thought. It's not pleasant at all. I don't think I I don't think you could fiddle with it enough to get it in a knot where it wouldn't get erect. I can, gar- I can I guarantee that I I wouldn't do a knot. <laughs> I'm lucky to even think about it. It's one of those scenarios it's- where we just get onto such a ridiculous tangent. It's like, how do we end up there? Hmm. Tie your cock in a knot. Is that a called cock knot? <laughs> It's still cooler than a top knot. <laughs> a top cock knot. Oh, ouch. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Maybe when we become really old and have saggy testicles, we can do the testes cock knot. Oh, maybe. Maybe puppetry of the penis would be a lot easier if in your 80s. I would imagine it would yeah. be, but I don't think there's as many people who'd want to rock up and see it. Maybe. Because the the people who want to see an 80-year-old penis be like, Oh, I can't see, love. I just can't see. Can you come a bit closer? I just... What's he saying? What's it called? Oh, this is not... I didn't sign up for this. I was here for bingo. <laughs> <laughs> Two little lucks, 22. What? He's got his junk out. <laughs> I was trying to think of a, a number that would Brian would not, but don't think there is one. <laughs> probably, probably not. <laughs> probably not. No. Oh, there you go. So, um, so the Flash then is your superhero. <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably <laughs> that would be my that would be my go to, and I and I and it's I know it's as bizarre as it is. I could see how I could not being virtuous benefit my own self. <laughs> okay. Like, you know, like you go to the casino and you're, and you're the guy who quickly, you know, just moves the roulette ball to the number that you've selected oh, and all yeah. that kind of stuff. And I reckon you get away with it a couple of times, but I reckon you go to so many different casinos, you'd only have to do it three or four times in each one and then... You go to the next casino sort of thing. Yeah. And you could also flip around and see people's cards too, real quick, if you're playing poker. Yeah, but there's always that of wind. <laughs> is, is, is there actually the wind though, or is that just an effect for the show? Well, the people at CW wouldn't lie to us, would they, Troy? <laughs> no, of course they wouldn't. No, definitely not. <laughs> they wouldn't be using air cannons and just have the pep player go... <laughs> <laughs> Every time, good show though. I do like the flash. I actually like the CW superhero shows. They do a good job. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the Flash. I think it's. Um, I think he plays an exceptionally good Barry Allen. Yeah, he does. I tell you what, another new show though. Speaking of superhero e mm. stuff, uh, but not set in Marvel world or Marvel universe or DC universe. There's what? a there, show. There's something outside of those two. Shock horror. There's a <laughs> dun dun dun. Uh, on YouTube Red, there's yes. a show called Impulse. Is it about girls deodorant in the, in the early it's 90s? It's actually not. <laughs> um, it's about this chick that can teleport, but she doesn't know how she does it, oh. why she does it, and she gets really weird very quickly. It's actually really cool. I'm three episodes in because you can watch the first three episodes for free on YouTube, but then you Red, have to yes. pay for the subscription after that. And I think that when, well, if you do that as well, you've also got the reboot of uh, Karate Kid. Cobra Kai. Sitting there. Mm. Cobra Kai. I saw the first episode the first of that, episode. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that's really well it's done. It's really well done. It's so, very naff, but it's kind of cool. So, because the Karate Kid, um, I can't remember, is it Daniel? Daniel's son. a bit of a wank. 
He was always a bit of a yeah, tool. Yeah, but now, but this, now he's this yeah. cocky wank of an adult, and it's like you want the other guy to smack him in the head. <laughs> yeah, but I think I think that's the juxtaposition that makes it so good, because I remember remember how I met your mum. Uh, obviously, you do, Barney. He talks about how his favourite movie is Karate Kid, yep. but he hates it because there's this hardworking, dedicated blonde boy who's going to the state finals and gets robbed. <laughs> By an illegal move by this dark-haired kid called Daniel. So he's definitely on, you know, the other side of the fence. And and that thought process is is something that I find amusing. And I think um, that's why I I have enjoyed the bits that I've seen of the new Cobra Kai because it's not the same story repeated with Daniel being the hero. No, and it's an interesting flip around too. And it's not really spoilers because it's it's not like... If we tell you something you about it, that. it's going to be like oh, I can't watch it. Um, but the blonde dude is well. You can see it. In the, you can see it in the. Yeah, but the blonde dude as well takes on a young kid, the same as how the Karate Kid was taken on in the original movie. He's exactly. been like bullied by kids and so forth. He needs some help. Yes. So it's yeah, yeah, flipped yeah. around completely. Um, it was actually pretty clever. I liked it, but I did see one thing really interesting, which I don't reckon many people will pick up on. Mm. Um. If we recall, there was a remake of the Karate Kid done not long ago mm. uh, with Will Smith's son. I think it was Jaden, Jaden Smith, Jaden Smith. Yep. So he was in it. Look, no, 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 no. We're going to play that game, um, but look, it wasn't a bad movie. Look, it it wasn't spectacular, I but I didn't, I didn't hate it. Yeah, it was yeah. okay. But when I watched Cobra Kai. I noticed that one of the mm. executive producers was Will Smith. Now, ah. I'm wondering whether that's the case because perhaps Will Smith bought the rights to Karate Kid to be able to do the remake and now they've had to go through him to do this new version on TV. Potentially. Or- I haven't researched this. It's just my own little theory. Well, why would we research anything for this show? We've never um, done it before. It's <laughs> not going to start now. Is it the Will Smith, though? That's also a really good point. Because it could be Wilson Smith. <laughs> but it said Will Smith, though. I mean... Yeah. Well, look, you know, if I think... Smith's not an if, Smith's Yeah, but not if you're Wilson name. Smith, right, and you're working for this yep. company, YouTube, yes, um, and you said to him. Mate, I want to be an executive producer. I'm, I'm behind the scenes on this. So I've had a fair bit to do with it. Um, mm. But just put me down as Will Smith. They're going to say, no, Wilson. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. Just going to say, mate, that, that's just, it's too confusing. Will Smith's son was in the remake of The Karate Kid. People are going to wonder what mm. the hell is going on. They're going to think that maybe Will Smith has got the rights to it. And that's why I put him in as executive producer because we had to go through him. So that they get rid of that oh. confusion. Yeah, I think there is some rule though in the Americas. Um, once you be, you become a member of the actors, directors, oh, the guild or the, something, the guild or you know make make TV and movies, and only certain people can have that one name, and that's why some celebrities have changed their name for as their stage that name. That makes sense. Otherwise, it does get confusing. Yeah, well, exactly. Mind you, yeah, yeah. Now, I, I mean, you could try and ride that wave, but I don't think it'll get through. Um, speaking of confusing, can I yes. can I segue into something? <laughs> I'd love you to. Um, I want to tell you about my dream that I had last night. Oh, it's, is it sexy? No, it's not, but it's just weird. <laughs> can I tell you this? I'm going to get in so much trouble. Oh for this. no. <laughs> Do you, a good friend would stop me now. Is, is this going to be the story <laughs> your, about your wife's dream? Yes. <laughs> nah, tell that one. <laughs> she had a she had a dream. Now we've just watched. What did we watch? We watched Pacific Rim. So starring the guy <laughs> who's what's, what's that got to do with anything? And I tell. Okay, there, I don't remember me. Pacific Rim being part of it. Hmm. No, no Pacific Pacific Rim. Where the actor is the guy out of Sons, and, Sons of Anarchy. He also played King Arthur. He's English, but he plays American roles. Yep. Super ripped. Super, super ripped. 
So she had a dream. Rocks a beard. <laughs> rocks really beard. rocks a beard. <laughs> she had a dream. And he was all shirts off. <laughs> and, and he said, no, I love somebody else. <laughs> so it wasn't a sexy time dream. <laughs> it was a... <laughs> It was a no, no. I'm, I'm, I quite like someone else. So she, my wife, had a dream about a person denying who her. Wasn't interested. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, I'm going to get in so much trouble for that one. Who dreams about? But isn't our dreams meant to be positive? No, no, no. no there's nothing there. <laughs> But if you go to all the trouble having a dream about someone, and I don't think it was very sexual in nature, but I think it was just like, he just made it well, That's clear. what I mean. It's your oh, dream, oh, so it should be positive. Else, yeah. You should get an outcome, the outcome you desire, which would be Maybe that was what it was. Time. Well, maybe it wasn't. Maybe she was like, mm. no, she's not a big fan of, like, she doesn't, she seems to like want just Maybe me. she, maybe she gets the loves you. Mm. Anyway, tell me about your deep, dark, okay. sexy dream. <laughs> <laughs> Before I get into more trouble, um, right? I gotta paraphrase a little bit as I go because basically what I did, I've woken up. It was about seven o'clock this morning, and I've come out of this dream, and it was so vivid and so much weird stuff, and so many different things had happened. I grabbed my phone quickly and jumped on a memo and just wrote down as many things as I could remember because I find mm. that I'll have these ridiculous dreams because my brain just goes to so many different places all the time that I'll wake up. Wow, it's ridiculous. I must tell blah, blah, blah or someone about that tomorrow. And then you mm-hmm. wake up in the morning and say, I know I had this amazing dream, but now I cannot remember it. No. So, I jotted things down. Oh. Right. So, there's a, a group of guys that I'm with and we're cruising around. Um, and, it, and it was like a group of schoolmates, <laughs> except like I knew of all of them. They were familiar. Yes. But none of them were actually familiar in real life. Right, so you knew that you knew them, but you didn't yeah, know them. but I felt like I did. But it, once yeah. I've woken up, it's like, I don't know any of those people were, but in the dream, they were close friends and people in my life and, and people I'd known for quite a while. And we were having this... So were you on... It was like a reunion group. Okay. Yeah. But one of the guys is now a male crossdresser, <laughs> a tranny. Yes. Um, and it created a different sort of a vibe for everyone. But no one actually pointed out the fact that he was dressed as a woman. Right. So, um, and I don't know really where we're meant to be. Like, we're meant to be kind of here in Burnie Town, um, mm. but it's more like somewhere like Melbourne, but it's not. You know, in dreams, when you have areas that are just all mishmashes of lots of areas and you feel like you're in a certain place, but you're not. Right. Yep. So, that's right. so, we're in a place like Melbourne, um, and we get in this taxi, we're in a huge big taxi that. I feel like there were about eight of us, but the taxi was a normal-sized car. Can't explain that one. Oh, it was a TARDIS. Yeah, and it's the extreme four-wheel drive taxi. So we end up going through this garbage tip. And I'm thinking, where are we going? We go behind this pile of junk, and next thing we're going to work site. And you know those huge, big concrete panels that they put up to make up walls and buildings now so so they go up in quick time? There's heaps of those around everywhere, and we're just driving over those. And then we might reverse back a bit because there was not enough gap and go through another gap. Next thing we go through a creek. And we come out on a highway. And all I remember thinking uh-huh. is, I would never have Dave thought Cochran. to go that way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have taken a I, I wouldn't have gone that way. It didn't seem like the right way to go. It was and such it was. a great thing. I'm like, how did you know to go that way? So we end up in a car park then of a hotel. And it feels like mm-hmm. we're in St. Kilda. But once again, we're not. Mm-hmm. But it feels like we're there. And we've got to meet some other guys. So... Basically, we go into the smoking area because most bars or hotels have got a smoking area external to the building, kind of connected, covered over. So we go in there mm-hmm. and um, everyone's having a smoke. Our transvestite cross-dressing lady friend is having a cigarette. And another mm-hmm. transvestite or cross-dressing friend, or no, a stranger, comes out from the hotel to have a cigarette, sits next to mm-hmm. her. And then out of nowhere, this stranger starts singing Imagine by John Lennon. Imagine all yeah. the people. And then, yeah. um, good song. Our our cross dressing transvestite, because I don't know, I don't know which is, I don't know exactly what this person was. I'm not sure whether it was just dressed as a lady, pre op, post op, no idea. 
Um, you didn't. You didn't know what she identified no, as. No idea. So all I know is, she started singing as well, and it was the most magical song or version of a song I'd ever heard in my entire life. It was awesome. incredible. <laughs> I was blown. Away. Yes. I remember like having tears. Like it was so <laughs> incredible. I'm like, what? How lucky am I to be here and hear this? This is amazing. <laughs> I didn't even know you could sing. And for some, like, I don't even really know who you are, but you're familiar to me. But you're amazing. Right? Yes. So they finish the song, and then a bus turns up, and a heap of other transvestites come out. They're there for a show, like something out of Priscilla. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, bit of yeah, girls. So they all, they all rock in. The stranger goes. They've all left. Um, and then we go back to the car park <laughs> to yes. meet whoever else is coming. Yes. So we're out there. We're near the cab. Because apparently the cab's still there. And this truck turns up, but it's it's like a truck from South Africa. You know how they're they're still a biggish <laughs> truck, but it's more than one of those things where you jump twenty people on the back to go to a working site. You know that kind of thing. Oh, like a like a converted um, army truck. Yeah, that kind of thing. When when you're off to get your blood diamond. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, exactly right. <laughs> but in this one, instead of being caged around the sides, all it's actually got yes. is the four side poles and a roof over the top and in the back of it it is completely stacked up with old-fashioned hard suitcases stacked up like jenga so dude gets out of the truck he's also someone i'm meant to know climbs up grabs a um a striped suitcase from the top strangely enough red white and blue oh hello go doggies grabs that brings that down (laughs) And then um, America, Australia. And then he joins a group. So then we drive around for a while, and these guys finally drop me off home. So it's back to my house here. Right. Mm. So as I said, once again, the distancing and the dream, it's all out of whack. It's a clusterfuck, whatever else. I turn up home, the front door's open because Hannah, my housemate, is here. So that's oh, cool. Awesome. So I walk in, and, um, and she tells me that she's basically heading off, and she leaves. So I come in. Um, I realise that also I've now got four bags of groceries. They're mm-hmm. all fruit. <laughs> and in one of them, it is just like about a hundred lemons. But they're tiny ones like marbles. Right? I come in, I put these on the bench. There's, there's fruit rolling everywhere. I look out through the back window and I see the garage door still open. I'm like, oh, fuck's sake. So I go out to close the back door, or the garage door. As I get out there, all that stuff from the garage is out through the driveway. As though Hannah mm. had been tidying up or reorganising and hadn't put it all back and then driven off. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, Hannah. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> and then I see doing? my mountain Look bike. yourself. And my front wheel's off oh. the mountain bike. I'm like, oh, oh, she's actually trying to find a way to get the wheel off so I can put it on a rack on my car to transport my bike. But then I see that the front Fair wheel enough. is actually, it's like it's been reversed over. It's all crushed and broken. And then I'm going, Hannah. fuck's sake. And then, this is the weird part. <laughs> right? This is the weird part. But, and it's not funny, though. So after all that, I then look in the shed, right? And I see Buffy in there, my cat, who unfortunately had to You're put dead. down. You're yes. dead cat. And she's actually on her back. She's all solid and hard, covered in all these ants crawling in and out of her. And I couldn't believe that my cat was dead. It was like she was meant to be alive again. And I just kind of fall back on the grass and start screaming. And I wake up. Now, my question for you is... <laughs> what's that all mean? <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. Before I interpret your dream... <laughs> yep. Can I just tell you, I never remember my dreams. <laughs> if if I ever have them, I can only remember probably about three dreams I've ever had in my life, ever. Even knowing really? that I've dreamt. So to wake up with that amount of vivid detail and be able to write it down, shut the front I, I, door and I, back I do a little bit of dreams. Up. I've got a few others on here. Like there was one, it's not a story, but I remember um, I was standing jazzes and um, I had this dream that, we're at a cemetery, and she was getting really, really pissed off with myself and her and Georgia, her daughter, 
because we were trying to put the freaking tennis totem tennis pole in to play totem tennis, and we couldn't find Adam an area grass big enough between all the gravestones. Oh, for fuck! And she kept getting pissed off at me. I have one question uh, yeah, for you. Yep. Out of all of your dreams, yeah. is there ever a weird naked Indian? No. I can say that right, so- I can say that with absolute <laughs> truth and strength. And that comes So up. it's not a, a Wayne's World Jim Morrison's type of No flashback sort of thing where you've been on the peyote or the or the mushrooms or something no. like that. No, it's I have <laughs> You're not gonna help me, are you? I I just there's so many parts to break down. Like I get that well okay one you're responsible because you're taking a bus oh yeah yeah we're yeah, we using right. public transport yep using public mm-hmm. transport but it seems like a chartered bus it, it would yes so, so that's good yeah. um yeah, I like that hanging out with mates nothing unusual no, not there that's no, good and you do you do travel you don't mind coming to Melbourne it might be for a gig might be for catch up or go to the footy so nothing unusual yep, there yep yep um, you know, obviously you're quite woke with the LBGTIQ yeah, community. That kind of you are you a fan of the Beatles? Not really. Well, apparently you are now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe what you need to do is crank up a bit of imagination. Imagine. I've <laughs> imagination. already got the imagination. That's <laughs> not a problem. <laughs> yeah. Um. Do you do you like lemons? <sighs> no. Not really. Right. Oh, well, uh, I, I, you've lost me. I don't, and the whole, I, I mean, you know Buffy. Yeah, dead. yeah, this is not a shock. <laughs> Unfortunately, she did, I did have to put her down a couple of years ago. Um, yeah, which is, which yeah. is sad. Um, I don't know why you would see her in that state. I, I know, look, I know s- from the point of view of the state, we did go and watch Hereditary, <laughs> the new horror movie the other night. <laughs> and, and that does have a character in that that's got all the ants and everything over it, like an actual person, though. So for some reason, right. but that still doesn't explain why I would transfer that over to my dead cat. Uh, you know what? But other people transfer people they see in movies, they put them into a dream. Those people aren't interested, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so, and, so you're uh, not really much help to me there. Uh, I, but thanks for trying. You know what I... Um, well, you know why I think. You know what I think it is. Tell me. I think it's because today is corn on the cob day. <laughs> the fuck's that got to do with anything? Well, get, bear with me, right? right? Yeah. Because corn or maize, as it's otherwise usually referred to, um, used to be the staple diet of the American Native American Indians. Who were also known for the peyote? I see where you're trying to link it in there. Yep, yep. And maybe this is your spirit guide linking you to a weird ass dream and corn on the cob. <laughs> or I had no other yeah, way. That's a stretch, mate. <laughs> it's a fucking stretch. I, you know what? I, I have no idea how you got to that dream. It's different. Can you picture any of the faces of the people in the no. room, though? I do have a feeling that Marty Biner might have been there. Ma- Marty, oh, well, that's always of course, went to school with, who's done a bit of Boxing Day cricket over the years. Um, oh, if Biner's there, it's not but that's bad. All. So you, you don't know anyone no. else? Like you wouldn't or, go, oh, or I, I can't recall anyone else. <clears throat> but you know that I you know knew that I knew them. them. They're all familiar. Could it possibly be that you were on some sort of bear cruise? (laughs) (laughs) And whilst they were strangers, you actually knew them? No, I'm not really into the bear scene. For those who haven't listened to our earlier podcasts, um, go and find out about bears or just Google um, gay bear scene. Don't let let the beard fool fool you. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, no. I don't think that was it, actually. What do you think it means? Look, I, I honestly don't know. I have the most bizarre dreams. <laughs> That's just... How often do you dream? Oh, often. That you remember? I often wake up and um, 
think I should jot that down, and I don't. In the morning, I yeah. know that I had some ridiculous dream, but I can't remember it. Why do you not have? And this sounds archaic, but it would actually be for you a dream reasonable. Diary? Or a dictaphone. Well, I suppose I could do that on my phone. You can record audio, um, audio. Yeah, but you have to unlock your phone. You have to then go into the program. True. You have to open it up and you have to create new memo. And by that time, you've either A, fallen back asleep and gone, fuck, I don't want to worry about it. Or B, it's too hard and you don't do it or you lose details. Whereas if you pick up a dictaphone and... <laughs> so funny. Um, dictaphone. <laughs> you pick up one of those and you just have to press one button and you just go... And the car and the uh, and lemons with the fucking ants on the lot. Maybe, line. maybe and it was a mansion by Jim Paul Lemon. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's a leak. Maybe jo- John Lemon. John, oh, John Lemon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not what's Paul? What's Paul? I oh, know Paul's McCartney, isn't he? Yeah. Paul yeah. Macintosh. Macintosh. <laughs> Apple, Apple's brother. <laughs> yeah, Paul McCartney. Yeah. Um, I I wish I could help you, but I am I am not qualified. But you know who could help I'll you? I'll do tell. Thoughtful Troy. Oh, could he? Well, you know, reckon, you know what though? I mean, that sounds um, like Thoughtful Troy what? though. Um he's changing things oh, up a bit this week. He hasn't done. No, he, he hasn't got one this week, but he does have something. Okay, are okay. we at that point? Are uh, we at the point where thoughtful Troy needs to come along? Well, I okay. think so. Jeez, that's going quickly. Yeah, well, she said. <laughs> Put a nut in it. <laughs> said, said no woman ever. <laughs> mind you, mind you. I, that was always one of the things. I need to go to the toilet. We'll tie a knot in it. <laughs> yeah, there's a point. I'll tell you what, if that happened more often, you wouldn't have any of the urine up the alleyways. You would just listen to our mums. But, and tie yep. a knot in it. <laughs> how, how long would we spend... Be, how much longer would we be spending with our penises, though? I know that. I am making all these guys drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Doing do it like, remember the old days when you used to use your finger to tie the shoelace around? To put the loop through? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or when you try and tie a knot in a balloon? You do it that, yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah, you wrap it around oh, it. I, oh. can just, I, could, I can just see a bunch of guys with their heads touching a wall <laughs> to stop them from falling over. <laughs> try to tie a knot in it. it you'd be, you know what, you'd be, you'd be better off walking around with a docking gun and just, you know... Putting a docking rubber oh, band on it. Joe Mather. <laughs> well, then you could cut it off oh, when you got home. Wow. Wow. Okay. Quick, re- yeah. quick release. It's, um, extreme or just relieve yourself. <laughs> 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 New to Discovery Channel. Extreme cock rings. <laughs> oh, it's still terrifying. Yeah. What to get dad for Father's Day? <laughs> extreme cock rings. <laughs> As seen on TV, Extreme Cock Rings. Uh, so, if there is a company out there, Extreme Cock Rings, uh, and you want to advertise on the South Road, we'll, we'll throw an ad in. Oh, fucking yeah. earth, we will. We'll make one up for you. Yeah, we can do that. Definitely. Extreme Cock Rings. Oh, that'd be huge. That'd have a big market. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, here's the music. Welcome to the world of Thoughtful Troy. Oh, shit. This week, I'm not going to give advice. Because I'm going to ask some roadies to message the South Road boys and ask for some advice. Because who am I to give advice to situations and people I know nothing about? But if I have the knowledge, then I can be the man that you want me to be. I can be thoughtful. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you, and bless. I just the funny thing is, it just sounds like you weren't prepared. 
I actually, um, I think Dolphin Troy needs to just expand his repertoire a little bit. And um, Oh, you'd be like a... No, not, not like doctor. a Dear Dolly doctor. <laughs> dear Dolly doctor. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what you're doing. Dear Dolly doctor. Oh, I like this guy, Troy, and he's really handsome and I like his beard, but I don't know how to ask him out on a date. <laughs> I can sing. I know all the words to imagine. <laughs> By John Lennon. Well, firstly, Sally, <laughs> I'd find out, is he into extreme cock rings? <laughs> extreme <laughs> cock rings! So, just if, if anyone out there is uh, just wanting to be wisdomized, wisdomized, yep. new words, um, just hit us up, shoot us a message. Thoughtful Troy's ready yes. to help you. Yeah, you can either leave comments in the uh, southroadboys.com underneath this very podcast or hit us up on Facebook, South Road Boys, uh, or even on the Twitter, which, you know, we don't do a lot with, and even in the Instagram, either South Road Boys or South Road Boys Podcast. <laughs> we got it covered. And if you, yeah, if you want to understand why we have two Instagram accounts, yeah, yeah, back listen back. yeah. Um, Here's another little interesting one I'll throw in too. Um, yesterday, mm. um, I had to go to a little girl's one-year birthday. First birthday. Sounds better. Oh, Which shit. Is, oh, How do you know someone um, with a one-year-old? Well, it's actually Ash's baby. Ah, oh, there you go. Is it called baby when it's one? Is she still a... Okay. I'd say so. Yeah. So, <coughs> Ash's well, technically, child. Technically, by one, they're probably starting to walk. Yeah. Which makes them a... Okay, popular. there you go. Because they're... Is that what Toddling. you call it? Is that why? Okay. As, look, as you would know, it was so far out of my comfort zone. It was insane. But I did mention to Ash. I said, Matt, where are you up to in the podcasts? He said, oh, <laughs> I, know, I listened to like, um, you know, listen to it in the car. Normally it takes me about three or four days to get through one because he tra- listens traveling to work and back. Um, so, oh. so he's up to about 18. I said, oh, no worries. He said, what is it? He said he's talking about me there. I said, oh, you might get a mention. <laughs> have you not? Have you not looked through the titles of our track? I gave, of our I gave no hints on the titles. That one was called Mister Gash. Yeah, but look, he's probably not thinking that we would focus a title around him. So it was no. actually quite interesting. No, he probably wouldn't. He hadn't got that far because I'm thinking, why haven't he said anything to me? So <laughs> that's why. So we can still wait on that one. That's coming. Yeah. And, hope, and school's definitely school is back. back. So, so yeah, once again, students. if there are any students that are listening, and um, once again, he mentioned to me that it was one of his students that reminded him to listen to the podcast. So whoever that student mm. is, we'll call him Student X. <laughs> <laughs> student X. Um, just if you haven't listened to that episode, Mr. Gash, listen to it. Play the game. Mm. It may, may make you an ex-student, but you know what? It would nearly be worth it. And there's 10 roadie points there in there All you have to do is <laughs> hit us up on Facebook, Twitter. We've already had someone claim their free 10 yep. roadie points, so there's some there for uh, any Mr. Gash followers as well. You know, take, a, um, take a sneaky video of the incident. <laughs> <laughs> Gashing it up. Uh, but anyway, that was funny. Well, on that note, I am Joe. I am Troy. And we are the South Road Boys. We most certainly are. Ah. Uh-huh.